This podcast is brought to you by the Los Angeles Inner Group of Overeaters Anonymous. Please visit our website at www.oalaig.org where you'll find three podcast feeds of over 200 sound files of individual speakers as well as events such as retreats and workshops. You'll also find order forms for ordering CDs of many of these speakers through the San Fernando Valley Inner Group of OA. Finally, we have a donation button where you can contribute to keeping this valuable service continuing for yourself and others. Again, our website is www.oalaig.org. I would like to welcome our speaker for tonight, Daniel S. Hi, everyone. I'm Daniel. Hi, Daniel. So many digital recorders up here. <laughs> Thank you, John, for asking me to speak. Uh, where are the newcomers again? Newcomers, 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 newcomers. There, there, there. Hi. Welcome. Welcome. And I'm here to tell you that food is the symptom, not the problem. And so, and the reason I tell you that is because every alcoholic knows that alcohol is just a symptom. It's not the cause. So, my top weight was 400 pounds, size 58 waist, and I'm sorry I didn't bring any pictures or anything like that, but uh, the more I prepare, the less I became unprepared, so. Uh, yeah, so, 58 waist, man, and 400 pounds, my life was so small, I had nothing better to do but to think, eat, sleep, think, eat, sleep. So, I slowly remember cutting my life off as, as, as years went on. As a child, you know, you don't have that very many friends. And in school, you're not that popular. Um, you get into high school and you're immediately given the stigma of this guy's a fat. Because you've heard it all, all your life. So, I thought someone was clapping. I said, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> what did I say? What did I say? Anyway, so, the thing what I find it interesting is as life went on, the more I became less a part of life. So, girls weren't attracted to me. I didn't date. So then I found drugs. And drugs are good. Alcohol is great. <laughs> and food is legal, so that's even better. <laughs> so, um, so I did my share of losing myself in all those, those areas. What I found as I continued living that my life, like I said, was very small. The thing is, I kept trying to fix the problem. Trying to fix the problem. If you're anorexic and you're working on your anorexia, if you're bulimic and working on your bulimia, if you're overeating and if you're working on your overeating, that's focusing on the problem. In recovery, we focus on the answer. Focus on the solution. Now, I cannot eat compulsively. My body knows that. The problem is I have a brain. 
Deb tells me we should eat. You know, it's been over two hours. And everybody's eating, and you haven't eaten. And I'll say, maybe you're right. Let's go eat. So then I say, well, you know, I am going to go on a diet. Because I know that's what I need to do. I, once I go on a diet, I got it, man. This is going to help me. Once again, here I go, focusing on the problem. And I lived like that over and over. So I would lose weight, gain it back, lose weight, you know, lose 20, gain 30, you know, lose 30, gain 60, you know, up and down. And, I, and I've said this before, but I went to a diet doctor and he gave me speed pills. And I ate faster. <laughs> you know, uh, 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 and the doctor said, I don't understand. You're gaining weight. I said, I don't know why, doc. I'm taking them. <laughs> well, I remember that there was a panic that would come in. I better eat before these things kick in. <laughs> and I would take so much speed that I couldn't hear myself talking. I had to repeat myself. <laughs> I said, Dad, you just said that. I said, I'll say it again. <laughs> My problem is I, I like what chemicals and food do to me. I love it. I love the satiation of being full where everything just turns out. You go, oh, I love that hit of friggin' opiates. It just makes me, oh, yeah, this is good. You know, alcohol is just wonderful, man. And... A huge meal will do that just as good for me as well. So I have a body that says no, and I, had a, I have a head that says yes. Now how do I fix that part? Well, I focus so much on the body, so I start exercise. I join the gym, never go to it, pay for it every month. So I buy exercise equipment, it becomes clothes hangers. <laughs> And it's always in the way. I'm going to get rid of it. I'm going to get rid of it. But first, I've got to get the clothes off of it first. There is some exercise equipment under there somewhere. You know, I had 200 pounds excess of, of, of hate, self-hate, guilt, shame that I carry. I would go to the big and tall places to shop for my clothes, and I never saw any tall people. <laughs> I was talking big people. And I was really worried because I was getting to the two more sizes, and that's it. They got no more, man. And, and, and I'm like, oh, holy shit, what am I going to do? So I said, well, what I'll need to do is find another place that has my size. That's how I looked at it. So as long as clothes fit, that's fine. The problem was is that your body starts breaking down. Your body can only take so much. So I developed high blood pressure. I, de I developed diabetes type 2. I developed uh, high, uh, acid reflux. I can't tell you about my knees, my back, and all that self-hate that was there. So you would think that on that case, I would do something about it. I have a disease that works on insanity. I don't know if you guys know that. But, you know, where it says, you know, came to believe that a power greater than myself that restored me to sanity, that means that you guys are nuts. And I'm nuts along with you. For those newcomers, you need to know something. You're crazy. 
Normal people don't do the shit we do food. You know what I mean? We don't eat food at breakfast time thinking about lunch. You know? You know, normal people don't eat standing up saying, well, that didn't count. <laughs> normal people don't eat a bunch of food and then chuggle up a bunch of X-Locks. Or start chunking. You know? Normal people don't do that shit. We do that because we have a disease that's based on insanity. So for me to tie my hand up so I don't have to vomit anymore, it's focusing on the problem, not on the solution. See, my problem is I believe everything this little head says, and this head is full of a lot of little voices. And, and the one that always predominates, the one that says, you know, we should eat some. We should eat some. Have you eaten? <laughs> Are you hungry? And guess what my answer is? Yes. <laughs> I, I am. You say it. I must be. My grandmother used to tell me, eat or you're going to get sick. <laughs> oh, well, I better eat. Oh, I'll get sick. My grandmother would say, you know what? You're gaining some weight. We shouldn't eat so much. Here, I made these cookies for you. <laughs> but eat only one. How in the hell do you eat only one? I have normal friends, God bless you, normal friends that eat one chip out of a potato bag. And they fold the other away. And they put it away. And I say, are you really going to do that? Put it away? I'm not normal with food. But I do need to tell you this, that I have a disease. I have a disease. And it'll kill me. That's the thing you need to know. This disease will kill me. The problem is, is that I don't think it kills. I don't think it kills. And it does kill. This freaking disease will kill you very slowly, and it will kill you. And to reverse it is really hard to do. So, on that point, my attempts to control my overeating were based on I want to look good. I want to get laid. I want to get that person. And you see the program, they lose their weight and they get married. And what happens when you get married or get involved in a relationship? You grow big. I don't have to get anything anymore. I'm done. No? And that's, a lot of us don't, 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 should not think that way, but we have a disease that lives in between this brain here, and, and that's how it thinks. So, I've learned that I have, I have this tendency to always look for the reward. I endure to be rewarded. I go to work on Monday going, oh, shit, it's Monday. It's Monday, man. Oh, man, it's Monday. When? Friday. Oh, Friday. I can't wait for Friday. The enduring factor. It's the same thing with recovery. I endure my food plan. Because once I lose the weight, I know I've gained some control, I'll go back eating the same way I did. Focusing on the problem doesn't fix it. So, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous has that questionnaire. You know, do you ever have financial problems because of your drinking? Do you ever have relationship problems because of your drinking? So it's like one gentleman said, replace the word drinking with thinking. You ever have financial problems because of your thinking? You ever have relationship problems because of your thinking? You ever think alone? <laughs> have you ever suffered a blackout because of thinking? I've done that. 
I don't remember doing that. And the best one is, have you ever been treated by a physician or an institution because of your thinking? <laughs> well, <laughs> I qualify. I'm a thinkaholic. I think too much. And I don't know. It's just think, think, think. I would say drink, drink, drink. But eat, eat, eat. That's what I would do. The thing is, every time I think, it's only just to make myself nuts. I can make problems out of nothing. I can focus on this thing, you know, says, you know what? That does look like a problem. <laughs> shit, it is a problem. <laughs> Holy cow, what a problem. I'm glad I looked at this shit. <laughs> yeah, you want to go to fellowship? I can't. I got all these problems. <laughs> That's how we think. See? Now, what's the solution to all this nuts, all this craziness? The solution is we came to believe that a power that greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. What is that power? What the hell is it? What is that energy force that we have that's going to restore me to sanity? Now, what the hell is sanity, though? Sanity is not doing crazy things. That's Keep it simple. Our program is simple. The problem is we think. You know, this program is made for people with an IQ of 70 or less. <laughs> Anything above that, we're in trouble because we think. You say 12 step, I say 4. You say 8 o'clock, I say 6. You say, call me tomorrow, I'll call you next week. What I've experienced is that I came to believe that a power greater than myself can restore me to sanity is that I need to know that when someone takes a candle, someone takes a chip, it's not them doing the effort, it's us. We admitted we were powerless over food. We. It's a joint effort. We're, we are all celebrating in your chip we are all celebrating your birthday because we've done it. Isn't that cool? And when I leave here, there's something in this power that's happening here that I leave better than when I got here. I come here cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> and I leave here very serene. Now I'll even say, God bless you. Yeah, and I got here flipping people off. Get on my way. I'm in a hurry. I've got to do service. <laughs> see now all of that would be okay and I don't mind coming here because I love my family in a way this is my love family and I got my real family the family circus out there the petting zoo <laughs> go over there you open the gate you go inside you pet the little goat the little pig the little tortoise you know, when you leave it, you close the gate. You don't take it with you. <laughs> the problem is my head brings them with me in my head, and I have all these residents that live rent-free in my head. Mommy's past voices, guilt, shit, all that stuff that happens. So I get so crazy, guess what I need to say? My voice says, we should eat. We haven't eaten. Well, let's eat. <laughs> so, how do I direct my thinking? How do I change that thinking? You've got a flag right there talks about surrender. Here's the problem with surrender. All this time I was taught that I could do everything I wanted to if I really had the decision, if I really had the moral uh, decision to do that, I could do anything I want. So all my years of attempt of controlling this disease were because I didn't have enough moral fortitude. I was a weak person. You come into this program and says it's not fighting, it's surrendering. What do you mean? I, you know, does that mean I'm going to eat everything I want? No. A simple program. 
That's what you surrender to. Now, I wound up in Santa Barbara. By the way, I come from Santa Barbara. And uh, someone said, well, you come so far. I said, well, you know, I used to travel farther for my donuts. <laughs> At 2 o'clock in the morning, you know, special food. So I'll travel as far as I can for my recovery. I think this is as far as I want to go. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but you need to understand that when I do surrender, something strange happens. Something strange happens. Is that I let go of the food and feelings come back. That uncomfortable shit I've been pushing down all these years. Feelings happen. Not emotions, feelings. Emotions, they come and go like flashes in the pan. But feelings stick around, man. And the only thing that makes them better is either drugs, alcohol, or food. Or a person. You fall in love. You know when you fall in love, huh? <laughs> I mean, I, I love. I'm in love. You know, and, and you go into those, you know, I can't go to the today. I'm in love. <laughs> you know? And it doesn't take long for us to go into the relapse mode. Now, I've done my research on relapse many, many times. I should have a doctorate in this stuff. But I've been in relapse so many times because I kept focusing on the problem, not on the solution. I don't want to change anything that goes inside in between my ears. I just want to be fed. That's all I want. Right? And you can't do that. I've done it, and it don't work. I have to be willing to surrender to a power greater than myself. You know, when I took the third step, I lost all control of my life. I have no freaking control. Someone else has it. And it's got me in Santa Barbara. What the hell am I doing in Santa Barbara? If you were to pick someone who was not to live in Santa Barbara, you'd say, Daniel is the one. Don't let him go over there. And there I am. Among artsy-fartsy people. <laughs> you know, I don't understand it, but there's where God has me. And I'm there to carry the message. I'm there to carry the message. That there is a possibility of you being in a threefold manner in recovery, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. I used to love working on the spiritual part. I used to love the emotional part, but I was at 400 pounds. I didn't want to let go of the food. I didn't want to let go of the. I didn't want to let go of that body armor that helped protect me from all the shit that I was trying to erase. I have to be willing to face reality. And that's where living one day at a time comes into play. One day at a time. I used to sit in the, in the chairs and I wasn't one day at a time. I was two weeks ahead of you. I was three years behind. I was two years ahead. I was nowhere anywhere in this area. I was thinking of the shit that hasn't happened. And I was already worried about it. In fact, I was already living under the damn bridge dying. You know, and somebody was going to steal my, my shopping cart with all my cans. Everything I've, I've, I've thought of as a problem became a problem in my head. Now, I think and every time I think, I have problems. I don't think for the good. I think for the worse. So you tell me, Daniel, figure this thing out. Here's what I'll do. 
I'll figure it out and I'll have a problem right behind it. So for today, I made a decision to turn my will in my to turn my will in my life. My will in my life. Why my will in my life? Why not just my life? Let me keep the will. My will in my life over to the care of God as I understand God. Now, see, my God is, is changed. I, you know, I was a very religious kid, brought up in a very religious... But it's nothing like that anymore. You know, I've gone through several transformations because I wanted something that was going to work, something I could depend on, something that will give me the actions, something that will give me the results. See, I, I, you can't work on old theories. You need something that's going to work today. And I had to go back and say, maybe that's not what I'm supposed to have, this kind of a God that I think it is. So I had to change it. So, you know, my God is not too busy with all this judgment crap. God goes ahead and creates a day for me. And I'm supposed to enjoy it. How can you enjoy it when you're thinking of this shit? I've got so many problems, Daniel. I, got pro- I don't have time to enjoy reality. I have a friggin' uh, 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 presentation I'm supposed to have Monday, and I haven't started even studying for it. I have, a, I have a spreadsheet that I haven't done, and I can't do anything. How do you expect me to be enjoying today? Well, that's what it's supposed to be doing. I think sometimes I would rather be miserable and always regretting that I don't have the food. Now, the difference with today and where I was before, when shit happens in my life today, there's one thing that's missing. There's no self-hate. I can't tell you, every time shit would happen, how much I hated myself to the point I would beat my body. How much I hated it. Today shit happens. Oh well, I don't hate myself. Shit happens. It's part of life. See what I mean? That's the difference today. I don't hate myself. I accept. I've accepted because I surrender. And I surrender. That gives me the opportunity to accept. What is it? I accept the solution. And what is the solution? The solution is in here. Right here. You guys have the answer for overeaters for people with eating disorders. You guys have the answers. I don't. We all have the answer here. This is where they came to believe that a power greater than ourselves can restore us to sanity. You know, I do crazy stuff with food. I eat frozen food, spoiled food, your food, her food. You know, there are no limits. Normal people don't do this crap. You know, normal people don't steal from other people's plates. And they say, I didn't do it. You know, went to a friend's house. I ate two bananas. She says, where are the bananas that I was going to make our uh, pancakes this morning with? So what does a good addict say? I don't know. (laughs) But I remember, I said, I ate them. I ate them. There's something in me that says you need to lie. You need to lie. So I try to clean up that part of me constantly. But here's the thing. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we try to carry this message further. You are no longer your own. Step three says you've lost control of it. Someone else is in charge of your life. Now your job is to carry the message. Your job is to help those that are in need. That's what your job is. And that's why I thought that it, that it didn't matter. 
As long as I lost the weight, I can go back to living my life. I can go back and doing what I want. I got plans, God. You want to make God laugh? Tell him your plans. Well, you don't have an idea. By the time this year gets here, I'm going to be with my degree, and I'm going to... <laughs> well, the lamp, and I can't tell you how many times I've planned, and it hasn't worked out. No? My only job today is I say, God, your will be done, not mine. That's not easy. I don't know if any of you guys are in a relationship, but when you're in a relationship, that's a hard thing to do, man. You know, because I'm quick to say... And when we were wrong, <laughs> you promptly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Relationships are not easy. If you're not in a relationship, better. Easier to stay up than to get out. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that person you love so much is the one you're going to be eating over. <laughs> I told him. You know, that's the stuff. Because why? I, you know, I think, I think really God has a sense of humor when he puts two addicts under the same roof. And like we're supposed to live together. You know, forever. <laughs> you know, it's not good. But there are ways of dealing with relationships. For today in relationships, this is my job. My job is to tell my beloved how I feel about myself, not what I think about her. The difference. I always felt it was important that I had to tell you how I feel or what I think. So, the deal is to, an- to go for the answers that, are, that will give us the solutions. I have to be willing to let go of my weight and say, God, give me something better. And God is going to be doing that if you want to. Get ready for the feelings, though. And this is where we come in. We will not leave you alone. You won't do this alone. You'll shed tears. You'll cry. You'll say to yourself, damn it, what the hell are you guys nuts doing to me? But you know what? We'll be here. We'll be here all the time. There are phone numbers that you can take and call. You won't be alone. Because we all have the same disease. See, I depend on you. I come to these meetings. I need you guys. I'm one of you guys. See? One of the hardest things for me to do is to be quiet in my mind because I have too many chattering monkeys in my head. And that's the hardest thing to do as a compulsive reader is to shut up, shut up, shut up. Stop talking to me about food. Stop talking to me about the crap I didn't do. Stop talking to me about the stuff I did do. Shut up. And how do I do that? I said, let go. I said, let go and let God. Aren't those incredible sayings? Easy does it. First things first. Live and let live. For a compulsive reader, that doesn't work right. You know? But the truth is, I'm supposed to surrender according to that flag. I'm powerless over people, places, and things. I can't change you. The only person that can change me is me. But I don't want to change me. I've got better things to do. What? Eat! (laughs) For today, 
I accept life exactly as it has been given to me today because I'm living one day at a time. I call my sponsor. He says, how are you doing, Daniel? He says, you're not going to believe it, man. I feel like shit. It's too shall pass. Oh, okay. <laughs> call him the following day. How are you doing today, Daniel? Hey, man, I feel wonderful. It's too shall pass. <laughs> what the hell is your problem? Whose side are you on, I told him. Don, I don't understand. I call you and just tell me it's too shall pass. He says, yeah, you're an addict. You want everything status quo. You don't want to be in this thing called life. Life is I'm willing to accept it. So, I went to a meeting on Sunday. I spoke down there and I went back. I said, I'm going to hit another meeting before I go home. So I went up and I'm calling in front of my society. So you guys moved this meeting. Where's this meeting at? She says, well, it's up a few miles up. You're doing right. Just keep going up that street. I said, okay, okay, I'm going there. I'll be there in a few minutes. And I hear in the back, I go, pew. And I look up at the window in the mirror and there's a cop pulling me over. Oh, that's not good. He said, I'll call you back. God says, uh, you know, you're speeding. You're speeding. I said, yeah. <laughs> and he says, well, I was right there in the corner. You entered a 40-mile zone. You're doing 56. Didn't you see me? I said, well, if I'd seen you, I probably would have slowed down. <laughs> so I thought they'd get him a little chuckle. He, starts, he kept on writing. <laughs> so he kept on writing. But the truth is, that was my negligence. And down the corner, there was a McDonald's. I said, Ticket. That's my justification. I've endured this. There's my reward. Isn't that amazing? And I didn't. Now i got to do traffic, but that's fine. Anyway. But that's the part life is all about. You know, we live life. We do things. You know? But we try to live it without expectations because expectations are resentments under construction. And worrying is not preparing. A lot of us believe in the power at the positive power of worrying. In case shit happens, at least I worried about it. And you can't say I was irresponsible. I said, you know, God, I got an idea. Why don't you do it my way for a change? He says, you have. <laughs> You've been doing it all your time, all your way. Let's do it somebody else's. And one of the things about humility, who is it? Uh, Emerson. Emerson said, says, I seek the company of those that are in search of the truth, and I avoid the ones that are found. <laughs> I like that. There's a lot of humbleness behind that when we're looking for the truth. And you know, no one hears an authority and overuse an animus. I'm just speaking out of my own experience, strength, and hope. And a lot of the stuff is not original. But I do, know one, I do know one thing. I do have this disease that will kill me. And I can't go back. But God has given me so much because of these things today. I have a life, man. I really have a life. One, I can go to regular people's places and shop for clothes. That's amazing. I don't have to pay 60 bucks for a pair of jeans. I can go to Kmart. It's amazing. Kmart has some good shit. (laughs) Then I discovered Ross. I'm like a 14-year-old girl. I'm shopping everywhere. I gotta get clothes. 
Because when you start feeling good about yourself, you take care of your body. You dress it up good. You want to look good. Because God knows I used to wear all this clothes and as long as it fit, that's okay. Sweats. Sweats were the number one. Sweats, and, you know, and I never sweated them, but I see you wear sweats. <laughs> you know, so that's how I did it. So the thing is, I had to be willing to give up. What are you willing to give up? What are you willing to give up? Are you willing to give up the problem? Are you willing to give up living in the problem? And you're willing to accept the solution? Are you willing to live in the answer? Because when you live in the answer and in the solution, life is so freaking easy. I mean, it's amazing how friggin' easy life is. You know what my job is tonight? I'm supposed to go have dinner. <laughs> and it's a meal. It's not going to change my life. I'm not going to become handsomer and richer. It's not going to make me forget of the crap that I could have done. It's just going to nourish my body and that's it. What else is left to do? Go to sleep. Watch TV, maybe. But see, as an addict, that's too serene. We need chaos. <laughs> we need shit to happen, man. We don't want to be boring. We want to make sure that tomorrow when we're sharing a serenity Sunday, you're not going to believe the crap that happened to me last night. <laughs> we stir up our own lives so much to the point where we don't know what to do with these feelings, so we eat. And then, here's the other one. Always not a diet and calories count. You know what happened when you left me up to my own devices? I went up to 400 pounds. That's what you did. Because why? I love denial. To me, four ounces is four, four pounds of beef. <laughs> to me, vegetables is what you sprinkle on a pizza. <laughs> and you don't slice a pizza, you roll that puppy up. <laughs> That's how you eat a pizza. <laughs> I can't do that. I need structure. I'm sorry. I need structure. That's it. I need stuff. Wrap it up. Okay. Uh, so, wrap, wrap it up to go? <laughs> anyway. So, I need to know one thing. I have an abnormal relationship with food. But I know every time I focus on that problem, it will always be a problem. Do you know that everything that I'm in charge of, I have problems with? And everything that I've given to God, there's no problems. I no longer have a God can. You know why? I don't give honeydews to God. I say, your will be done, not mine. Where you're going to put me, put me there. Just help me to shut up and obey what you want me to do. For today, I ask you, how can I be of service? The two hardest words you're going to hear in Overeaters Anonymous are, help me, I'm dying. Help me, I've relapsed. Help me, I can't stop gaining weight. Help me, I want to kill myself. You're going to hear, fine, good, I'm all right. That's all you're going to hear. You go to any of the other 12-step meetings, OA, AA, NA, all those, hey man, I'm dying now. I can't stop smoking meth. Help me. And we see it. People dying in our program. They will die, man. We'll bury them. So for today, what is it? My job is to carry the message. My job is to carry the message. My job is to do God's will. 
my God is my trust. My, my my hope is to trust God and what God has planned for me. And regardless of what happens in my life, this too shall pass. Thank you.